to this edition of the Pulse Podcast, um, hosted by Steelers.Pulse on Instagram, Pats.Pulse on Instagram, Eagles.Pulse on Instagram, and Panthers.Pulse on Instagram. Also joined by me at Blackhawks.Pulse on Instagram. Uh, We're here to talk about our top 10 NFL quarterbacks, and I myself am going to give you my top 10 NHL goalies. I'll let you guys take it from the top. Thanks for joining. Yo, what's good? I'm Steelers Pools. I'll start it off first. We're going to do, like, current. So, like, going into this year. Like, kind of based on last year, but what we think is going to happen this year. So, number one, I got Patty Mahomes. He's, like, he's usually the best quarterback in the NFL. Two, I got Lamar. I feel like in some instances they're interchangeable if you're a Ravens fan, but I think Patty Mahomes is better. Three, I got Russell Wilson. Four, I got Drew Brees. Five, I got Watson. I feel like Watson could be moved down because Hopkins is gone. But, like, six, I got Dak Prescott because they got CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper back. Not back, but Eagles, bro. I got I got Wentz over – I got Prescott over Wentz. I got Wentz at seven. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, eight, I got Stafford. Nine, I got Rodgers. And ten, this could be a little biased, but I got Big Ben. You know, comeback player of the year. I, I got us going in the, I got us going to the bowl. Um, yeah, that's about it, man. Eagles, you can take it. All right, all right, all right. Here's a more um, reasonable list for all you sane people. This guy's insane. Yeah, Patty Mahomes, number one. Easily, best QB ever. He's going to beat Brady. He's going to have 12 rings. Got Lamar Jackson, favorite running back in the league, number two. Uh, number three, we got Russell Wilson. Absolutely despised him. We can't beat him, but he's got to be number three. Number four, Sean Watson. Absolute stud. Number five, best QB. He's going to be number one next year, Carson Wentz. He got Breeze. He's retiring after this year. Great quarterback. You got Breeze at eight? No, I got him at six. You put Wentz at five? Yes, sir. Number seven, we got... Tampa Bay Brady. Got to put him there at number seven. Give him his respect. Never going to get seven rings, though, because he's trash. Sorry, Pat Cole. Um, number eight, we got Aaron Rodgers. Should be up there. He's a um, very good quarterback. Number eight. Number nine, you got the worst QB in the league, Dak Prescott. And at number 10, you got Matt Stafford. He wasn't always um, around a terrible team and be higher. Number 11, you got Big Ben, but yeah. Number 11, I have um, Josh McCown, even though he's retired. <laughs> Josh. All right, all right, who's going next? Panthers, you want it? I'll go. All right, cool. Number one, clearly Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Like yes, sir. This. Number two, Russell Wilson <laughs> over Lamar. Ooh. All right. Number three, Lamar Jackson, MVP. Enough said. Four, I have Drew Brees. Oh, my God. I have on my four, too. At five, when he's healthy, Carson wins. Yeah, mm. baby. Yeah. Number six, like Steelers said, could move him down to Sean Watson, but he still has good receivers and Cooks. Yeah. Tom Fuller. Number seven is Dak Prescott. Could go up because his receivers are just insane. Number eight, Tom Brady. Has more weapons now in Tampa Bay than he did in New England. Number nine is Aaron Rodgers. Number ten, questionable. I have Ryan Tannehill. Almost at the Titans Over to the Super Big Bowl. Ben? Yeah, oh, yeah easily, God, easily. Big Ben's locked up. Tannehill. No, he's not. Well, no wonder, Judy had that arm injury. He was too busy jerking off. 
Tannehill was one quarter away from leading the Titans to a Super Bowl. Oh, my dude. They, you guys just wait, bro. You guys just wait. That's all I'm saying. You guys just wait. All right. Who had the patch? You down? No, Blackhawks. Do yours first. I'm running it out. All right, okay. All right. So, so all four of you guys have gone. No, no, no. Pat said he wants last. So it's you. Okay, you want last. You go. All right. Before I give my list, though, um, I thought I'd ask you guys this question: Do you think Brady is going to be more successful in Tampa Bay? No. Fuck on Brady, little bitch. <laughs> no, I think I think he will. Like Pat, like statistical wise, I think he will because like he's never had this kind of talent before. He's not going to win anything. I don't think they're getting a bowl. Their defense yeah. sucks. So yeah, no, their defense the sucks. Bowl. Yeah, no, I think they'll go like 10 and 6. Mm, I, I'd probably have them lower than that. Where do you got them? Like 9, 7, 8, and 8? Mm, the, for the Bucks, probably. Uh, probably probably, around, probably around 8 and 8. Yeah, There's no way to win in the NFC Because, you, because yeah, you, no, have, you, you have an elite offense, but you don't really have a great defense. Yeah. But Patriots, I'm still picking to go top in their division. Because Bill Belichick, Bill, Bill Belichick, Bill, and the Bill. coaching staff in New yeah. England has been able to transform that offense so well to the point where I, as a 15 year old, could make 75 percent of the passes Tom Brady made in New England. Like that's how Ooh. good they tra- they transform that offense. All like you look yeah, at yeah, no, no, all, all these passes were easy passes. These guys were open. They were just able to transform that O line to the point where guys were open and Tom Brady could shoot the pass to him real freaking easy. Yeah, no, their defense is also so stacked. Yeah, it all, exactly. it all depends on if Cam Newton can stay healthy and possibly returns that 2015 MVP form. Yeah. Exactly. If Cam Newton can stay healthy, people are picking Cam Newton to like suck. I don't really understand that. If Cam Newton can stay healthy, he can be a good quarterback, yeah, especially yeah. in New England. Okay, okay. You got probably the best coach in all of football. Yeah. Let the Patriots fan talk about Cam Newton, okay? <laughs> all right, all right. So my take, my take on the Cam Newton, no way Bill Belichick wouldn't have signed him if he knew something was still wrong with him. Yeah, true. Bill Belichick's too much of a genius for that. He knows he's still got something in him. You guys took Antonio Brown. That was pretty stupid. Hot take right now. Cam Newton MVP. Cam Cam Newton MVP? MVP? You heard me. Same guy who said Antonio Brown's the best wide receiver in the league when they signed him. I never said that. No, honestly, that was a good sign until he, like, went crazy with the trainers. For one week. (laughs) No, wait. Do you guys think, like, do you guys think Brady's – you think he's washed or do you think he has a good year left in him? He no, had one bad season. Family. It's I'm not. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> he didn't have the best receivers either. He yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're gonna be making else. this list one year from today, and we're all gonna have Wentz as number one. Okay. We're just not Wentz, dude. I yo yo. Wentz doesn't get through ten games this year. I bet. I bet you he plays. He plays ten games this year. Big Ben goes through ten kids every day. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, all right. wait, alright, yo, Blackhawks, Pat's having some technical difficulties, so you give us your top 10 goalies. Okay, so I'll start off with the top 5 I did with NHL Newsroom the other day that I have on Instagram. Um, number 1, I have Connor Hellebuck this year posted a 922 save percentage with a 2.57 goals against average, which, looking at the defense that Winnipeg has, it, it, it really is incredible, the numbers he put up, um... This year, because Winnipeg this offseason lost so much on the de- on defense to the point where they really didn't even have a solid top pairing. So, so when you look at all of that, 
I, I, just, I really just have to put Connor Hellebuck at the number one spot this year because of how well he performed and the numbers he posted with a terrible defense giving up the amount of shots that they did. Uh, hard. At number two, I have Andre Vasilevsky posted a 9-1-7 save percentage this year with a 2.56 goals against average. So save percentage less than Hellebuck, goals against average, 0.01 goals down from Hellebuck. Um, I have Vasilevsky up here because I think he's a good goalie. I think he's an agile goalie. I think he's a pretty flexible goalie. Um, he's in the zone all of the time, which certainly helps. He's focused on what's at hand in the hockey game being played. Um, I do think he is kind of overrated, though, because he has a good defense in Tampa Bay and also a really good offense in Tampa Bay that if he gives up a, a good amount of goals, that they can bounce back and they can still win a game. So I think he's overrated in that aspect. I do think he's still a good goalie. I think he can win on another team. I don't think he can go and win on the San Jose Sharks or the Detroit Red Wings, but I think he can win on another team. Um, so I think he's a good goalie. I just think he's over. He's been overrated this year. Wait, wait, wait. Can I, I'm like, a, I'm a Flyers fan because I'm, I'm from Pennsylvania, but I don't really watch hockey that much. Is Carter Hart like as good as people say? Like, is he um, good? I think he's been a little overrated this year. He hasn't really he he hasn't posted um the numbers you know like an elite goaltender is. You know he had he didn't post a nine thirty save percentage. Um, he came in, he was really good for a rookie though. He's really good for a goalie in his, uh, sophomore season at the moment, but right now he's really kind of that average NHL goalie, but the P the reason people are had, the reason there's so much talk around him is because in his first and second year in the league, he's already that average NHL goalie per se. Mm-hmm. Um, which is something you don't usually see with a younger goalie coming into the league like that because he hasn't played NHL games before. When you look at the Blackhawks, Corey Crawford um, came in. He played some NHL games before he fully started with the Blackhawks in 2010-2011. But Carter Hart came in and kind of took the league by storm Mm -hmm. and hasn't played – some amount like Corey Crawford played probably about 20 30 games before he actually came into the league and was a full-time NHL goalie but Carter Hart that wasn't the case for him he came into the NHL no experience and played like that average NHL goalie and another reason there's so much talk around him is the fact that the Flyers have not had a solid goaltender in the past couple yeah, of years, yeah, yeah, this season have. was the first season that they really had a solid goaltender and even a solid backup. They had Carter Hart at one and Brian Elliott at two. It was more of a timeshare. Carter Hart, Carter Hart got a couple more starts, but they had a solid one-two punch there with both those guys. Um, where in years past, it's been a problem. You've seen so many goalies go in and out. A good example is Steve Mason, who was there for a couple of years. Um, he was kind of an average goalie, but he wasn't able to keep the Flyers in games like Carter Hart and Brian Elliott have been able to do. So it's mainly been the goaltending yeah, 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 the yeah. past couple of years that's kind of been the issue there. So that's why he's he. there's so much talk around him. So he's yeah. definitely a good goalie, especially for his age, but he is massively overrated when it comes to being that great goalie, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so moving on to number three, I have... Robin Leonard posted a 9.20 save percentage this year with a 2.89 goals against average split the season between the Blackhawks and the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, played very well behind the Blackhawks. Um, as most people know, the Blackhawks have a terrible, 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 
terrible defense. So you said that about your own team. Yes, I I did. I said that about my own team. Um, you look at just the because we also had a lot of injuries this year. Calvin DeHaan was injured. He was looking like he could be a number one defenseman to replace Duncan Keith as Duncan Keith gets older. Um, Andrew Shaw, a good grinder who can dig that puck out, get the puck away from the net. He was injured, so there were a couple of players on the back end that were injured, and then some players on the front end of things that were injured who can still help out in the defensive aspect. Um, but I think even with Calvin DeHaan back, I think our, our defense is nowhere near it was in the years 2009 to 2017. Really after that, Nick Jalmerson and Artemi Panarin, tra- those two trades were made. Our defense has been nowhere the same. Nick Jalmerson was probably the best defensive defenseman in the league for so many years. Very underrated, never got the money he deserved because fans and players and, and even NHL executives such as general managers or presidents or um, hockey ops advisors or even scouts, um, they don't really get the credit that they deserve. I mean, the dude blocked everything. He was always laying down, always going for the puck, all, always trying to get the puck away from the net, and he really didn't get the credit he deserved. But it's been since he's left that the Blackhawks, their defense has just been never been the same. And that's a reason why we struggled in, in recent years, because we haven't had him and we haven't had some of our other um, defensive players. I think if we hadn't have lost Trevor Van Riemsdyk to the Golden Knights in the expansion draft, I think he'd probably be a solid piece here right now. Um, but I, we, we just don't have what we used to have. Um but yeah, moving on to number four, I have Tuukka Rask, uh, 929 save percentage, 2.12 goals against average. Um, some people would have Tuukka at number one. Some people have Tuukka winning the Vezina. Some people have Tuukka as the best goalie to ever play in the NHL. I have him at four because he is massively overrated. Um, it's not that he's not a good goalie. He's been a good goalie for many, many years. He was a good goalie when we beat him in the Stanley Cup final. But this year especially – the Bruins are so stacked that they have this great defense and offense in front of him that they've been able to eliminate chances against and shots against to the point where Tukaras doesn't have to make that many saves. And their defense is so good to the point when the other team gets shots off, they're not that great of shots. So he has less shots to stop, and he has um, – lower quality shots to stop. So when you combine the two, he's going to be a really good goalie because of the quality and the amount of shots that he has coming his way. Number five, I have Ben Bishop, 920 save percentage, 2.5 goals against average this year. Um, Ben Bishop, he's really been just a good goalie his whole career. He's a tall goalie, so he takes up a lot of the net. He played really good on a Dallas Stars team that has kind of an average defense. So to post a 920 save percentage, that's pretty decent. Um, Number five, Jordan Bennington posted a 912 save percentage, um, 2.56 goals against average. Um, Pretty much an average goalie this year. Um, Didn't really do a whole lot in terms of amazing saves or amazing moments, but he, he was good behind um, St. Louis. Um, number six, I probably have to put Mark Andre Fleury. He played really good in Vegas, having most of the games this year while Malcolm Subban was backing him up. 
because Malcolm Subban isn't really that great of a goalie. But Marc-Andre Fleury played really well this year. have to give number six to him. I'll stop listing stats now because now I'm into like six to ten. Yeah, yeah, I got um, you. But yeah, Marc-Andre Fleury played very well this year. Um, probably seven, I have to go with Igor Shosturkin with the Rangers. Came in, I believe, a 10-2-2 record this year, I believe. Um he he just came in and dominated. He had like a, a nine thirty save percentage, um, like a two point two five, two point two zero goals against average. Just came in and dominated the league, like something we've never seen before in the NHL. Um, there's really nothing left to say on him except for the fact that he just came in and dominated. He played great. Um, Hendrik Lundqvist now third string goalie, which no one really ever predicted would happen in his career, but he's really become that kind of odd man out. And they're saying he could possibly leave next year. Um, yes, he hasn't played great this year. He wasn't great last year. Um, especially because Alexander Gorgiev, he kind of took over for Hendrik Lundqvist a little bit more of a timeshare there. So they're slowly phasing Hendrik Lundqvist either out of New York or into retirement, one of the two. So it's not really really, um, looking like he'll be playing there soon. And a topic of discussion that's come up is who's going to get the start in the playoffs, which one of them three. Personally, I say you got to go with who's hot. And you go with Igor Shosturkin, but some people look at the past and when Hendrik Lundqvist was younger and say, well, he has good numbers in the playoffs. Well, the Rangers haven't made the playoffs since 2016, so he's aged a couple years and he's not as good as he was. So you can't go off stats from like four-ish years ago. Um, to determine who starts in this year's playoffs. You need to go with who's young, who's agile, who's got that hockey IQ, um, who, who's got the attributes that you need in, in today's game of hockey. Hendrik Lundqvist had those attributes. He did when the Rangers made the Stanley Cup final. He did when they were making the playoffs. But the game of hockey has changed. Players have developed. Goalies have developed. And we've seen with Alexander Gorgiev and then now Igor Shosturkin coming in, um, they are those more developed goalies. Hendrik Lundqvist is not as developed as these guys. Not to mention he's 38 years old. His legs are probably starting to wind down. His joints, all that stuff. It's just what happens when you get old. Um, so he's starting to get phased out of New York a little bit. Didn't mean to go all crazy there. Um, <laughs> eight, I probably have Crawford. He has a record of like 12, 16, and 5, I think, this year. Um, however, he was again, behind a really bad Blackhawks defense. Um, since January, I believe, he posted a 925, 928 save percentage, which is incredibly good um, from a goalie. Played very well this year behind, again, that terrible Blackhawks defense. Um, a lot of shots against, it was typically 35 to 40 shots against each night, which is not good at all. The Blackhawks ranked last in the NHL in shots against. So he had, he had all these shots coming his way. Um, and you saw after uh, – what's his face left? Uh, Robin Leonard. After he left the Blackhawks, um, he kind of – he took on that role as that starting goalie again. You know, it, it wasn't a tandem between Leonard and Crawford, two number one goalies. It was now the Crawford gets – not the Crawford – Corey Crawford gets the majority of starts, and then Malcolm Subban, who was in that Robin Leonard trade, he's now the backup. Corey Crawford started every 10 games after Robin Leonard got traded 
Uh, Malcolm Subban came in for a minute and 10 seconds, stopped zero of zero shots because Corey Crawford got checked for concussion. He came back in. So he's played um, nine games and 58 minutes and 30 seconds since Robin Leonard has been traded. So that kind of weight of I need to be the number one goalie, it shows that with Corey Crawford, that competition doesn't really work with him because after Robin Leonard was traded, Corey Crawford became the goalie of the Blackhawks dynasty again. And, and he, and he showed it, you know? Mm. Um, so definitely a good performance from Corey Crawford this year, especially after Robin Leonard left, especially after January had that tough stretch there in October to kind of November, December. Um, but yeah, um, I do have to give number nine to Ilya Samsonov, who really kind of took over the role from Brandon Holdby this year in Washington. Um, played ridiculously good, 920 save percentage, I believe, this year in Washington, while Brandon Holdby had a 8.97 eight, save percentage, I believe, which is terrible on a good team like Washington. Um, typically a good average NHL goalie is around 9.10 to 9.15, being below 900, you are not a good goalie. You just aren't. So he performed terribly on a Was- on a really good Washington Capitals team this year. And Ilya Samsonov took over the role of winning those games. Um, he did it really well. He stopped a lot of shots, save percentage over 915 in the 920s. So performing at a higher level than most NHL goalies. He really took over that role. He took over it. He took it over confidently per se um and he he really he really did perform in the role that I don't think he was really expecting when it when it came to or not when it came to but I don't think he was expecting a role that would require so much of him you know um coming in as a rookie NHL goaltender um and being put in that tandem slash starters position um definitely something that a lot of goalies can't really adjust to but he adjusted very well performed very well so that's why i have to give number nine to him moving on to my final goalie i know i've gone on for what it's probably been 15 minutes Dude, you're dusting us bro we we went um, like five minutes each <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah moving on to number 10 i think i gotta take a little bit of time to consider consider this one because i think there's a lot of goalies that have been good this carter year, hart but carter hart. Mm, i th- i think I think Carter Hart is kind of on the cusp. I think I'd have him around 10-15. Um, but I probably have to say um, Peter Morazic played well this year. Matt Murray play, played okay. Um, hmm. this, is actually, this is actually kind of a tough one. Um, oh, actually, actually, uh, Semyon Varlamov came into the New York Islanders after Robin Leonard left in free agency to the Blackhawks. Um Played very well, adjusted well to the new team because when he was playing with the Avalanche, um, the Avalanche have a very kind of offensive, kind of offensive rounded system there with Jared Bednar in Long Island. Uh, Barry Trotz, a really big de- defensive minded system with Barry Trotz, while being able to score some goals. Um, they were ranked like 23rd in goals for, but they were ranked first in goals against, meaning they had the lowest goals against in the league. Um, 
But for the shots he faced, he played really well, came in, played. Robin Leonard played really good last year in Long Island. Semyon Verlamov came in and then topped that. Um, hasn't played too good in Colorado. So to see him come in and be able to play that way shows you he's still a good NHL goalie. Things just must have not been working out there in Colorado. But he really came in. He performed. He topped Robin Leonard. Um, brought him to the qualifying round at least. Would have made the playoffs if things weren't changed and Corona didn't happen, um, but came in and played really well. So those are my top 10 NHL goalies. Sorry for taking a thousand years, <laughs> good, but I'll, I'll let you guys get on to um, before, the last list of top 10 quarterbacks. Before Pat's goes, dude, we kind of just disrespect the Falcons pulse. None of us have Matt Ryan on our list. Do you guys think Matt Ryan's still top 10? Top 15 for sure. I'm not sure about top 10. I don't know, man. I feel like he's. I feel like he's disrespected, but like I would put him at ten. But I'm too much of a Steelers fan. I can't. That kind of team, they didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, but he always throws. Mm. He's like a guaranteed forty-two hundred yards and thirty touchdowns. I think he can be a good quarterback. I think he showed he's been a good quarterback. Yeah, now he is. They just don't make the after, playoffs. After after his what was it shoulder injury, throwing arm shoulder injury. I think there's just a lot of uncertainty around him right now going into the next NFL season. I think th- wait, are you thinking of Big Ben? Um, no, Matt Ryan. Did he have a shoulder injury? Yeah, he did. He, he missed did? a couple he... games. Yeah, no, he might have actually, yeah. Yeah, he, he had a shoulder injury, yeah, a thro- yeah, yeah. throwing arm shoulder injury. So, especially when you get injured to your throwing arm, there, yeah. there's a lot of uncertainty around that and how far you'll be able to throw um, – what you're kind of not arm position, uh, what you're like, you know what I mean? Yeah, though, yeah, you know? I, like yeah, how, yeah. How, how yeah, yeah. you throw will also affect where it goes, how the ball moves, all that stuff. So I think there's a lot of uncertainty with him at the moment going into the next NFL season, but there's no doubt he's, he's, he's a good quarterback and he has been um, brought the Falcons to the Super Bowl, um, played good. But I think going into this season, I don't think you can really rank him top 10 yet, even maybe even top 15, because there is a lot of uncertainty around him. And then when he came back, the Falcons were still bad. Yeah, so they were. there but is he, a lot of uncertainty. Yeah. yeah. All right, Pat, if you have Cam Newton on your list, I'm adding this podcast. All right. I'm just want you to let you know, to let you know that. But you can and go back. One more thing about Matt Ryan. He lost his third best target in Austin Hooper. They got Mark. Oh, Andrews, yeah. I he's forgot not- about that. Anywhere yeah. near Austin Hooper's level. Yeah. Austin Hooper went to the Browns. Or Hayden right? Hurst. Hayden Hurst, Hayden not Mark Hurst. Andrews. Yeah. No, Austin Hooper went to the Browns, right? Yep. All right, Pat, you ready, man? Pat. <laughs> He's on. <laughs> He's here. No, 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 no. He's here. He was, dude. I feel like he was just talking a second ago. I can't tell the difference between Panthers and he Pats. Said, he said we can't hear. Yeah, they can't hear me. Is what he said. Hmm, that's with these technical difficulties, bro. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Pats actually sent his list. I I can just read it for him. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. On Wednesday. Where is it? All right. He had Patrick Mahomes at number one. Okay. He just, is that Pat? Is that Pat? There he is. Yeah, okay. I was about to just read your list for you. <laughs> okay, I was going to say. Uh, All right, go ahead, I'm guys. Eagles left, too. What's up? Eagles is gone, too. Yeah, no, he read his list. He read his list. Okay. We were okay. waiting on you. All right, go ahead. Okay, let me pull up the list. Okay, number one, of course, you got Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
going to end up being the GOAT, probably. Whatever. Probably. Mm. Dude, you said that you're a Patriots fan? He's too fucking good. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is. I got it. Yeah, number two, I got Lamar Jackson. Because MVP. Not as good as Mahomes, but MVP. <laughs> uh, number three, got Russell Wilson. Again, pretty damn good. All those top three are pretty obvious to do. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, didn't we all have that same top three, basically? Yeah, yeah except yeah. one had Lamar and Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had Wilson there, too. Got number four, I got Drew Brees. Uh, okay. That one's kind of hit or miss, you know. Yeah, it I depends. I think he'll be good still, but this is definitely going to be his last year. But I do yeah. think they'll probably make a Super Bowl run this year. But Drew Brees is going to do something crazy this year. Same I think so? Oh, yeah. He'll be real good this year. I got ahead, number five. Awkward silence. Did he disconnect again? Matt, possibly. It says he's connected, but I'm not. I'm not yeah, sure. no, he keeps disconnecting. Yeah, probably just read his list off All for right. him so that way we All don't right, gotta so sit here. Yeah, no, at six, he had Dak. At seven, he had Matt Stafford. At eight, he had Tom Brady. At nine, he had Big Ben. And at 10, he had Josh Allen. Oh. I don't know about Josh. I don't know about Josh Allen, but uh, yeah, Josh Allen. That's no, <laughs> like yeah, no. no. I, yeah, no, I don't know about Josh. Josh Allen. Like when you look at his stats, his stats like they're comparable to Mitchell Trubisky. And oh, shut up, Mitchell Trubisky. Okay, I'll try this one last time. Sure. Wait, 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 we already finished your list, Patch. Yeah, wait, let me wait, explain Patch. the Josh Allen pick though. Let me explain. Pat, yeah, explain that, dude. Explain that. Okay. In my honest opinion. <laughs> Josh Allen is the most underrated QB in the league. In my, in my honest opinion, he's the most overrated. <laughs> and I'm not saying that because I like his – Yeah, I know, right? Mutt, but yeah, – And Mutt – Dude, I feel like he's just like – He's like a, a little bit better version of Mitchell Trubisky. You see him in the freaking wild card game? Like, yeah, he's he – I saw him blow mistakes, the league. But he's still young. He's still – Yeah, no, no. He, it, no, he has but potential, if he works, but like – Works the stuff out in training camp. You know, I all he needs is like accuracy. All he needs is accuracy. And having like, a good receiver, and having a good receiver now in Stephon Diggs, he can be funny. Yeah, he but the problem is like if he can't get if he can't get Stephon Diggs the ball because his accuracy is horrible, then well, he didn't have receivers last year. He didn't really have. Yeah, true. Them. But all right, man, you're listening. List, but I think that wraps it all. Yeah. Everyone else, we all go do Blackhawks. Blackhawks dusted us today. We got to come prepared <laughs> next time. I'm coming. I'm coming with advanced stats, dude. P- <laughs> PFF, dude. I'm coming with everything. Dude, if I if I brought advanced stats here, in oh, the we would have been here with, all night with, dude. with freaking goalies. <laughs> we'd be here for two hours. <laughs> we'd be here all night. I disconnected twice during that. Yeah, no, so. we did. Yeah, yeah. No, I was just like, uh, I guess I'm gonna read his list. <laughs> <laughs> Cause we yeah we were like we were like all right Pat's you ready to read your list and we just sat here for a minute and you just didn't answer and it was I don't really, know what uh... was wrong with my phone there. <laughs> what do you guys what do you guys predict for Mitch Trubisky next year? Does he bounce back or stay the same? Does he Mitchell Trubisky? Yeah, I think I think ben. they start him. I think they start him. Nick Foles comes in and then Nick Foles just does Nick Foles. Nick Foles yeah. is good. 
Yeah, I, he is. You know what? I think I think Matt Nagy needs to go with his gut. I think Matt Nagy needs to go with what he sees in training camp. Yes. He same. said he said he would be starting um, the starters in the preseason, which they didn't do last year. So maybe that helps Mitch Trubinsky. Maybe he starts to get his confidence back and he stops playing like a pussy like he did last year. <laughs> Played pretty good. Played pretty good when he ran twelve yeah. and four. And now all my dad says when he makes terrible throws is "you fucking pussy." <laughs> so I mean, maybe he stops his pussiness. Maybe he, yeah, maybe, maybe he comes back. Uh, maybe he gets a couple starts in the. Postseason gets in his rhythm, gets his confidence there. Um, get to make it. Maybe, maybe, maybe. They did. Um, Cody Parkey, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that was wrong. May, may, maybe if Mitch Trubinsky gains his confidence in the first couple of games, if Matt Nagy sees what he likes in Mitch Trubinsky and he decides to start him over Nick Foles and he gains confidence, maybe he can play. And you know, you always have Nick Foles over here, a Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. So you know what? It can go one of two ways. Uh, Nick Foles takes over, plays the whole season, plays like a baller, and then you got freaking Mr. Trubinsky over here who either is going to continue to be a pussy or he is going to get back into his form when we went 12-4 and four two years ago. Yeah. There's two ways it can go. Yeah, no, there is. And then if, if this is like if Mr. Trubisky gets benched this year, he's done. Yeah. Like not I, done, yeah. but he, he'll he'd most likely be a backup next year. Well, Ryan yeah, Pace has already sure. confirmed the fact that they have no idea where it's going with him because he declined his fifth year, fifth year yeah. contract option. No, so no, even he Ra- didn't so Ryan decline Pace- it. The Bears declined it. Like they yeah, the ba- yeah, yeah, those are Ryan team Pace- options. Yeah, yeah Ryan Pace, the, the general options. manager, declined his fifth yeah, year yeah. option. Yeah. So they're obviously saying, yeah, they um, don't. We want don't him. know. You know. <laughs> yeah. So they're they're sa- so they're basically saying he's got two more years left on his deal. Maybe he- so they say he's their guy. Mitch is their guy. So you give him that year or two. And then that fifth year, you can either re-sign him if he's actually started to play like a number two overall goddamn pick over Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. Yeah, to get dude, that's um, gotta be rough. Yeah, you trade up from number three to get number two to draft Mitch Kerensky when you got freaking Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson over here. But but that's okay, Ryan Pace. That's all good. Yeah, um, so you know what? You know, he he's got he's got two years left on his contract to prove he's an NFL quarterback. He's a number two overall draft pick. He can be the Bears starting quarterback. Or he continues his pussiness that <laughs> has been this past year. And Nick Foles takes over, signs an extension, and there you go, Nick Foles. Can go one of two ways there, really. It's up to Mitch Trubinsky, it really is. I think that closes it out, man. Blackhawks, I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you get the final words. <laughs> Well, thank you guys for listening to the Pulse podcast. Make sure to go check all the accounts at Steelers Pulse, at Pulse Affiliation, at Pats.Pulse, at Panthers.Pulse, at Eagles.Pulse, and then my account at Blackhawks.Pulse. We appreciate all you guys listening. Please make sure to subscribe, rate, uh, and review the podcast. Helps us climb in the rankings. Um, Always appreciated. So make sure you do that. Thank you all for listening, and we'll all see you next episode. See you guys. Yeah. Yeah.